Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Psalms 19 says, The law of the Lord is perfect. Sounds like I'm pausing for effect, but I just lost where I was. The Lord, law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, much more than pure gold. They are sweeter than honey and honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. But who can discern their own errors? (laughs) Forgive my hidden faults, God. Keep your servant also from willful sins, that they may not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgressions. May these words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be pleasing in your sight. God, my rock, my redeemer. That's it, I'm done. So today, keep your servant from willful sin. May they not rule over me. I've had this word floating around in my head for a couple of weeks, and it's freedom. Because I love the freedom that we have here in this church. I love I've seen it over time. I've seen it over the decades and generations. I've seen the freedom God brings into our church, this this place here, the freedom for all of us, all Christians, anyone who calls on Jesus' name, are free, we're free. But I enjoy it here. I really enjoy it. And I enjoy, enjoy it with you, the freedom that we have. As we're looking at the end of the year, the beginning of a new year, it's the end of the year of new but it's not. It's just the start. You know, the new, the word that we've got for this year. It's just the start of new. And it's not the end of you either. It's the start. So today is Freedom Day. And I love freedom. Because without freedom, we're left serving or working towards someone else's goals, someone else's dreams, someone else's purpose. But with freedom, we are working towards the right purpose. Well, it's finished. That was excellent, guys. Shouldn't have pointed that out, but that's okay. Freedom. Freedom. I don't like being ruled and ro- controlled by anything else. Because I'm working towards someone else's destiny, someone else's purpose. I'm getting ripped off. I don't like it. So today is Freedom Day. I love the messages that have been coming out lately. Kylie spoke about letting go of the old way that we do church. Stuff that's crept in, the pseudo pretend brick walls that's covering the things that, that we put up, the, 
the carpet that we've laid down to try and make things comfortable for people and the comfy seats and the the way we look at things, the way we approach things, that God is moving that all out of the way and I love it because there's freedom there. There's, there's freedom. We There's been things that have contained and 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 we've allowed to control. Oh, who's ever done that? This is corporate but also personal. You allow things to creep into your life and they and they start working you towards other destinies and other purposes. I don't like that. Anyone else like that? You gotta say no. No, no, we don't like that. Hmm. Kylie spoke about every every member is connected. We're all those bricks. And we all bear the weight. We all bear weight. We can all, we're all strong. We're all able to bear the weight together. It doesn't just fall on two bricks or three bricks. I mean, it all falls on the cornerstone. That's Jesus. He's strong enough for it all, obviously, but he's building his church. All we need to do is cooperate. That's another one of Kylie's. Daniel spoke last week. Oh, man, that was groundbreaking, man. Groundbreaking. Isaiah 33, verse 17. Your eyes will see the king in his beauty. Your eyes will behold a land of wide distances that stretch afar. This is for he who walks righteously and speaks uprightly, despises gain and fraud from oppression, who shakes his hand free from the taking of bribes. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. But I'm recapping, obviously. I see, like, as we're building towards the end of this year, I see... Jesus just, you know, it talks about um, his bride being glorious and, and without wrinkle and blemish and spotless and clean. I see him doing that in us. Do, do you see that over these last couple of months? I've seen him years, whatever, however long you want to put it there. I see him working towards this spotless, clean bride and, and he's leading us out of, of confinement and and hedges around us that shouldn't have been there and, and ways of moving that didn't need to be there. This is personal and also corporate for us. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because freedom, freedom. It isn't funny. My brain goes freedom. So we submit to God to get freedom. Steve was talking earlier just before, like resist the devil and he will flee. Now we've actually got to submit to God. Then we can resist the devil and he will flee. It's like we've got to follow something. We, ha- we have to. If you're like me, sometimes you just got to shake that thought pattern off that, like, I've got to be a slave to God to be free. I don't understand that. <laughs> that seems difficult, but it's, but it's not, right? So, okay, let it go, Adrian. This is just my way of thinking sometimes. So Galatians 1, chapter 5, verse 1. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. So therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery, to the yoke of oppression. Now, Paul's talking there about um, circumcision and, and law and rule, but, oh, man, can we apply it to a little bit more than that in our lives? Is, is it broader than just that? Yes, it is. It can be applied to what Kyle is talking about, about us not just doing church the way it used to be. Let, let's, let's open up the doors, let the fresh wind blow in. Let, let's God's fresh wind blow in, his spirit blow in. I, I, let's, just, let's just have some fun and let him do what he needs to do because there is freedom. There is freedom. Don't you love it when you, when you know freedom and you can feel it? You're like, yes. Through the songs today, that's freedom. That's freedom. Freedom, God. Freedom. 
That word freedom is, here we go. Eleutheria, no, it doesn't matter. Eleutheria, something like that. Sounds, I, I shouldn't say it. Eleutheria? Eleutheria. True liberty, living as we should, not as we please. And I was digging a bit more for that, and I found a, a, a description of it that just, just hits it right. It's freedom from the dominion of corrupt desires so that we do, by the free impulse of the soul, what the will of God requires. <laughs> Can you hear freedom in that? Again, what the will of God requires, does that mean I have to follow a certain way? No, no, there's freedom in that. There's freedom in that. It's time to take some of the old way of looking at things off, the old way of thinking about things, just set them aside. And let, let, let's let the Holy Spirit speak to us here now. God, we want to learn more about you today. I, I, want, to, I want to see more of you. Show us more of you, God. Mm. Eleutheria. Talks about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is Eleutheria. Liberty, freedom to live as we're meant to live. <sighs> to see him in his beauty and see a wide land that stretches afar. This is beautiful. I love this. I love this. I love seeing how God frees us. And he frees us to depend on him. He frees us to rely on him. So it's not, it's not even about... I don't know. If I have an issue with slavery, forgive me, because it's like this deep. But I put that aside. It's actually dependence on him. I'm, I'm dependent for him. I, I'm, I, I rely like water and bread on him because he's everything that I need, everything. Whenever I go to any other spring or any other bread, I, I don't get fed. I'm not getting fed. It's just from him. I don't mind food. All drinks, that's fine. But when I get him, then I'm refreshed. Then I'm restored. Then I'm set free. I see the freedom that he has. I live in the freedom. I'm able to walk in the freedom. So I was, I was looking. I have to go. Whenever I talk about freedom, my brain goes back to Hang on. My brains go back to Exodus. Hmm. Okay, go back to Exodus. We've talked a bit about Exodus lately. But it is one of the most amazing stories. One of the most. I'm not saying it's the most. I mean, Jesus raising from the dead, sacrificing himself for us. That's a big one. But this is also an element of sacrifice, an element of, of bringing God's people out into freedom. I really enjoy reading it. Every time I do, I'm getting something different out of it. So please read it. Look through it because it is actually there for us to remember. And when we remember it, we look at it and we say, yes, I can apply that part to my life right here, right now. That's the God from back then. That's the God for me right now. I can see freedom in my new steps walking forward. Because these people were stuck in, in slavery. But through that slavery, they actually became from just a family into a nation. And they, they were 
they multiplied greatly. They, they actually increased in numbers. The more they were oppressed, the greater they grew. Mm, how about we take that for now as well and for the future? Oh, you're oppressing me? I'm going to grow more. I'm a bamboo Christian. What does that mean? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Um, sorry? I thought Kylie said something. My apologies. Tell me about the dream. I was, I was, so I was dreaming the other day. Night. Great way of introducing it, Adrian. That's fantastic, isn't it? No, I, I was, just before I woke up, I had this, um, I was talking with a person face to face. And they, it's like we were halfway in conversation. They said, oh. You're one of those bamboo Christians. And then I woke up. Yeah, so there you go. That's it. <laughs> Let's move on. No, so I, I love that because bamboo, I started thinking about that because I've not thought of, I've never heard that term before. I don't know if you guys have heard that term. It's never even entered into my mind. But the idea that bamboo has such strength to it and, and it, it's, as it, even if it gets trimmed, it grows stronger. It takes a few years for it to get growing. But once it grows, it grows. It grows. There's, there's two main types. There's one that just grows out. And that's the type you probably don't want in your, around your house or around anyone else on your street. But it grows. And it, 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 can, it can be a whole forest of bamboo just from one plant. The other bamboo is strong, big tube stuff. You can build out of this thing. You can make stuff. You can eat it. You can clothe yourself with it. it it's like us. Yes, I'm a bamboo Christian because I, I want to be strength for this world here because Jesus is my strength. I, I want to be clothing for this world because he's my clothing. Come and eat because he is good. So I'm a bamboo Christian. Okay, bamboo boy. Thank you, Stephen. Pastor Stephen. Okay, so I'm deliberating in my mind as to how much it is, because it's a big story, right? But God's people are enslaved um, in a bad place, and, and I love it. His people call out to him, and he hears them, and he can, he's concerned about them. Where's that verse? Uh, it's Exodus 2. Verse 24, God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac and with Jacob. So God looked out for the Israelites and was concerned about them. Don't ever think that if you are stuck in something and you can't get out and you are, you are talking to him, that he does not hear you. He hears you. He's concerned about you. How good is that? And he even... He even um, prophesied about this. He declared this to Abraham. He told him, these people are going to be in trouble, but I'm going to release them. Jo um, the dude with the jacket. Thank you, Joseph. Joseph even said, when God releases you, which I, when he comes and, and sets us free, which I know he will, take my bones and put them in the right place. So, so God hears God remembers. He remembers his word. He doesn't say it for nothing. What he declares, what he says, 
about freedom, about you, it's for freedom that Christ set us free. He doesn't say that for nothing. It's not in the word of God for nothing. It's in there so I can apply it to my every day and my every thought. I can bring my thoughts into subjection. I say, no, no, wait a second. It's for freedom that I'm set free. I'm not going to be stuck here because God is listening to me. God is hearing me and he is working this out for my good. And he's going to bring freedom. God, you're going to bring freedom. You're going to bring freedom. And so he, he leads his people out through great miracles and great and amazing and terrifying miracles releases his people destroys egypt's like i don't know what happened to the nation after that as far as just agriculturally culturally and all that it's just been at the end they go we need to get rid of these people or they will kill us so that's where i'm going to pick it up so exodus 13 verse 17 pharaoh finally let the people go but God did not lead them along the main road. So here's freedom. Set free. Yes, let's go. Let's get out of here. God did not lead them along the main road through Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route. Uh, I find this hilarious. Because God said if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So he led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness. Towards the Red Sea. Uh, and thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. I love that. But but he led them in a roundabout way. Sometimes the best path through is not the straightest. It's not always the straightest. We think it's the straightest. Anyone else think that? Just A to B. Let's go. A to B. I don't want it to be C. I don't want it to be D. I don't want it to be A-A-Z-G. I want it straight there. But God knows best. Because if I take them through here, they're going to get discouraged. They're going to face trouble that's, that's going to seem too much for them. And they're going to pull back. So he does the right thing. God is always doing the right thing. What is right for us, what is good for me, he's always doing the right thing. And and. I love these terms that it uses. God did not lead them along the main road. God led them in a roundabout way. Our best path through is following his spirit. Our best path through anything. Come on, give me, give me something on that one. That's good. Our best path through is following his spirit. No, nah, I've got better ideas than that, God. So I'll give him a try. Knock yourself out. You probably already have. That's why you're thinking that. Yeah, yeah. So the Lord went on ahead of them. I'm going to jump a little bit. Verse 21. The Lord went ahead of them. He guided, love this, love this. Listen, he guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud by the day. They followed him from the cloud. And he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. I know he's just done some crazy stuff. You know, there was hails, there was gnats, there was flies, there was, there was frogs, there was blood in the water, there was, the water was blood, there was firstborn was sacrificed, like all this crazy stuff. But that, that is being led by the Spirit. That is the Spirit of God leading his people. I love that. So I grow, that's freedom for me. I can be led by God in the day and in the night. So when it's darkest, he's my light. 
And this actually allowed them to travel by day or by night. So they could travel when they needed to. Not hampered, set free. And the Lord did not remove the pillar of cloud or the pillar of fire from its place in front of the people. I like that. I'm going to be led by God and he will not take his spirit away from me. It will be my guide. How good? How good is that? But their freedom wasn't quite complete yet because there was Egypt still had power. So Exodus 14. I'm giving you all this, this recollection of history. I say story because that's the best word that fits for me, but it's actually a recollection of history. It's a recounting of events. Because you can grab out of this. The Holy Spirit's going to grab out of this for you, what you need. So, anyway, that's for nothing. That's free. Freedom. So the freedom wasn't yet complete. They'd been, they'd been brought out into, so they'd been freed, but there was still a power there for them. Is it, have you ever been set free from something, but you still have a bit of a worry that you're going to go back there again? Just, it's just niggling at me. Going to do it. Don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Going to do it. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Going to do it. No, don't. There's this, there's this, it's almost like there's a voice speaking over you saying, you're going to, you're going to, just wait. You're going to. So, I'm going to skip through verses just quickly here. God ordered his people to actually turn around and and go back to to the sea and camp there along the shore because he's setting them up. He's setting them up. Pharaoh then thinks, oh, they're wandering around. I'm going to take them out. So in, in verse 5, it actually says, oh, sorry, let me step back a second. I, I've got to tell you verse 4. Um, I have planned this in order that to display my glory. I don't think I've actually got that for Jesse. Sorry, mate. To display my glory through Pharaoh and his whole army. I'm going to make a spectacle out of what's been holding you as a convict, as a, as a slave, as a prisoner, as a confined person, I'm going to make a spectacle out of it. Um, and after these Egyptians, after these Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. Here we go. So the Israelites camped there as they were told. I love it when I hear that the Israelites have done the right thing. Because <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of times they don't. But they did it. You can do it too. We can do it. Come on. That voice saying you can't do it, it's wrong. It's wrong. It is wrong. It is for freedom that I am set free. Mm. It's for freedom. So verse 5, when word reached the king of Egypt that the Israelites had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their mind. They said, what have we done? We've let all our slave army go. So Pharaoh harnessed his chariots and caught up his troops. Here we go, verse 7. He took with him 600 of Egypt's best chariots, but he took the rest as well. There must have been 600 really good chariots. And then I don't know however many other chariots he had there. So this is power. This is, this is authority. This is military might. This is strength, force of will. If you don't follow what I say, there's a consequence. This is the authority. So this is what I mean by like the freedom wasn't quite complete because power was still there. Mm. But God's in the business of setting us free. 
not just taking us out of freedom that we get dragged back there again, but freedom, 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 stamped, freedom, signed, deed, title. Here you go, freedom. Okay, okay. So the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. Oh, that always, wow, wow. That, that turns my thinking inside out sometimes. He hardened Pharaoh's heart. Anyway, let's move on. They chased him. Oh, chased it after the people of Israel who left with their fist raised in defiance. Oh, I love that. The Egyptians chased after them all the forces of Pharaoh's army, all his chariots and horses, all his charioteers, all his troops. This guy is all in. I'm coming for you. Ever feel like you can't escape it? So the Egyptians caught up with the people of Israel as they were camped behind the shore. They were on the edge of the sea. Now you've got to, you've got to give Israelites a break here because that sea, we don't have any boats. Well, there's like a million of us. We don't have enough boats. Right there is the might of all of Pharaoh's army. This is the oppressor. This, we've seen this army in action and we know what happens to those who stand up against it. So they're there, right? And it says the Israelites looked up and panicked. Okay, I'll give you that. That's fine. You, you, you panic. That's fine. You panic. But then they cry out to the Lord and they say to Moses, Why did you bring us here to die in the wilderness? <laughs> Weren't there enough graves in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why did you make us leave that place? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, we said, leave us alone. Leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. Did they really? Did they really? They groaned and they complained to God. It's funny how our heart, our heart, this is really emotional words here, isn't it? When you do that, this is, their heart is speaking. They're, they're emotional. They're feeling, they're panicked. They're frantic. It's better for us to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. All right. I've been like this, right? I don't know if you've been like this. It's all done. That's it. The way it is, it's always going to be. It's not. Moses speaks up. He says, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Have you ever wanted God to fight for you? So just please, stay calm. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> just stand here and be quiet. Stop it. Stop it. So if you want to complain, it might be time to refrain. You probably heard the story. God says, pick up your staff over the sea and I'm going to divide the water so the Israelites can walk through. I'll pick it up again in verse 19. Then the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, this is the cloud, this is the pillar of fire, moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar could all, hang on a second, to the rear of the camp, that's right, yeah, the pillar of cloud also moved from the front and also went behind. Mm. The cloud settled between the Egyptians and the Israelite camps. 
As darkness fell, so there's some time passed here, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and the Israelites did not approach each other all night. God, thank you for separating us from our oppressors. Holy Spirit, thank you for separating me from my oppressor. You are, you are that guard. You are the, the boundary line where the enemy cannot pass across here. I'm standing on your word, God. Holy Spirit, lead us. Then Moses raised his hand over the sea and the Lord opened a path. A strong wind blew. It blew all night. It turned the seabed into dry land. Might of Pharaoh can't get across the water. Let's let God make a way. It's easy, isn't it? Easy. God will make a way. But did they know that before that moment? Not for sure. They, they believe God has led us out here. Obviously, they've seen him do some crazy stuff, but they don't know what's going to happen here. But God makes a way. God makes a way. God will make a way for you. And as they go through the water, uh, get to the other side. The, the Egyptians are coming through. Like, Let's get these guys. I don't know. The cloud must have gone with them. But they're, they're coming. They're gunning for the Israelites. And it says that the, the angel, actually God himself, looks down and puts them into confusion. Makes the chariot swerve around. I don't know. They must have needed a wheel alignment or something like that. Sends them into confusion. They're going crazy. And then the water closes in on them. So the people of God walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground as the water stood up on both sides. This is how the Lord rescued Israel from the hand of Egyptians that day. This is how God sets us free from the oppression that tries to hold us back. I like that. I like that. Yes, God, make a spectacle of the thing that has been trying to hold me down, that has been trying to push me into into slavery, into sin. God, deal with them. Deal with it, God. I I submit to you. I, I... I bow my will to you. I am going to follow you. Whatever it takes, God, I I put myself on the altar. I I give myself up. You deal with this. And as the Israelites saw the bodies of the Egyptians washing up on the shore, it's a bit of a grisly sight. When the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed on the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. And they put their faith in the Lord and in his servant Moses. I love that. Freedom to put their faith in. Fully in God. Freedom. Freedom. These guys weren't then limited by someone telling them what to do. They have their eyes fixed on God. I'm going to follow you. The picture being for us as a church, but also individually, we can be set free. The authority can be broken over our lives. Made a spectacle of but then we can then put our full trust and faith in God. Father, I'm following you. So we've got this new year that we're facing. I'm a little bit eager to see what Pastor Steve's going to bring as the word. Just a little bit, maybe a lot. I'm just throwing words his way. Is it this? Is it that? He's not saying anything. It's like a vault. The man's amazing, honestly. First time for everything. This year, this year, 
This year, we've been growing. These last three years, forget COVID, because we grew through that. It was underground, but we grew through that. You didn't see it, but now the shoots are starting to come up. As tall as bamboo grows, this is the one that grows strong, is as wide as it grows. So if it's destined to be 40 feet high, it will grow 40 feet out. So we have been growing roots these last few years. We are, you are bamboo. You are growing. You may not have seen it, but it's underneath. It's underneath. Your roots are growing. They're growing strong. Freedom. Freedom. Father, this year is freedom. Today is freedom day. Today is freedom day. Freedom Day. I'm wondering if there's anyone who is struggling with freedom. Does anybody need that freedom? We're going to allow God to bring freedom to you now. When I say allow, he does what he wants to do. But we're going to make space. We are going to make space. So close your eyes. Holy Spirit, just like you led the Israelites with that cloud, lead us, Holy Spirit. Lead us. Father, for those that you have been speaking to that need freedom, give them the boldness and the courage to respond to you right now. If that's you, in whatever way you need to respond, respond. If you want to come down the front, if you want to sit on your knees, if you want to just close your eyes, whatever you want to do to respond to him, I encourage you to do it now. Freedom is here. It is for freedom that he set us free. Grab a hold of that freedom. Grab a hold of that freedom. free, then start praying for people that aren't. Pray for those here that need to be set free. Even if you've got a taste for freedom, but you still have an oppression over you, you still have an authority and a power over you, it's time for freedom. It's freedom day. freedom respond Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit it's your 
God, we want your freedom. And that rain here, let nothing hold his people back. Let it go. Let it go. for freedom. Just let him know. Respond. God, we want your freedom. God, freedom. Freedom. We receive your freedom, Father. I declare freedom. I declare freedom over every mind that is held captive, over every heart that has a hedge around it that cannot get through. Freedom for intimacy again. Freedom to depend on the God. Freedom. I declare freedom. Today is Freedom Day. We are not leaving here a slave to anything else. Today is Freedom Day. Today is my freedom day. I am free. I am free. I am free. I am free. Jesus has set me free. Psalm 73 says, when my heart was grieved and my my spirit embittered, when my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, I became senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you, God. Yet I'm always with you. You hold me by your right hand. Guide me with your counsel, and afterward you take me into your glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire beside you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and the portion of my life forever. Father, I just thank you right now for life thank you for our lives so grateful for our lives Father the life that you have given me the life you have given us the privilege that we have to exist at this moment Father I thank you for this moment where you are drawing us into that intimate walk with you because there's no other place that is best for us than intimately walking with your spirit, to be covered by your cloud, to be surrounded by your flame, 
to be in your presence. Father, I thank you that you are always with us. You never abandon us. You never forsake us. You never leave us alone. You are right there always. You are our shield. You are our strong tower. You are the safe place where we run and hide. Even if we don't know it's you, when we feel secure, it's you. When we feel safe, it's you. When we feel joy, it's you. When we feel peace, it's you, Father. It's always you. Whether we think it's something else, it's always you. You are the source of peace. You are the source of joy. You are the source of health. You are the source of truth. You're the source of life. Thank you for freedom. Freedom to encounter life afresh. Father, I thank you for everything extraneous just falling to the ground. Just like those chariots just being wiped out as the wave comes down on top of them. Father, I thank you. for the victory the victory the victory the word of the Lord is near you it is in your mouth start thanking him for the victory in your life whatever it is start thanking him for the victory Father thank you thank you for Jesus Thank you for governance. The government shall be on his shoulders. Thank you that the government of my life, the government of my family is on your shoulders, Jesus. Oh, I can trust in that. Thank you. Father, you've got this. Whatever it is, thank you, thank you, thank you for the victory. 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 Hmm. Some people need to shout out, thank you for the victory, Father. Thank and we've got our usuals doing it. Thank you, Adrian. I appreciate that. But we've got some unusuals that need to shout it out. Thank you. Some of us need to shout out freedom over our lives, over our families, over our jobs, over our whatever it is. We need to shout it out like William Wallace did. Speak it out as a proclamation. Prophetic voice speaking it out over your family, over your life, over your body, over your mind, over your soul, whatever it is. Freedom. Freedom, thank you for freedom. Thank you for freedom. The freedom to do what is required. Free to do what is right. Father, I thank you that you're leading us into a new perspective of holiness. And as Jesus spoke to the, the disciples way back, he said, you've heard it said like this. And I tell you, it starts in your heart. You say, don't commit adultery. I say, it starts in your heart. Don't commit murder. I say, it starts in your heart with just harboring hatred. 
Jesus, thank you for showing that we can just knock that root off in our heart straight away. At any moment, any time, any day, just knock it off. Not allow that bitter root, that foul root to come up. Holy Spirit, I thank you this week that you're... hmm, I just see this sickle of the Spirit coming right through. And anything that tries to even stick its head up, it's just like... (laughs) I got given new razors. And I don't like it. I like my old razor better. I don't like having to get used to a new razor. But there's something about something that's so sharp, so scalpel-esque... Because the Word of God is sharper than the sharpest knife that you could ever imagine. And it divides between our flesh and our soul. So I thank you this week, Holy Spirit, for the Word of God being cemented in each one of our lives. For your truth being made revealed in each one of our lives. For your fruit coming through, the fruit of the Spirit. Thank you for reminders. Thank you for the sickle of your spirit coming through. Thank you for holiness, holiness, freedom to be holy, freedom to be holy. The Holy Spirit just said to me, there's, there's no freedom without repentance. So Adrian spoke about being led by the Spirit. If you know that there's been any other spirit that you've been listening to or partnering with this past year. It's time to cut it off now so that you can truly enter into the new year in freedom. So just the Holy Spirit showed me this morning there's people in this room that have been partnering with a critical spirit. It's making... The Word of God says, how can sweet water and bitter water come out of the same well, out of the same mouth? It's time for you to cut all alliances with that critical spirit. Stop speaking negative, critical words against your brothers and sisters. Stop it or it's going to make you sick. And that's not a curse, that's what the Word of God says. All alliances with a a lustful spirit need to be broken. All alliances with the spirit of this world, chasing after worldly wealth, worldly success, lay it down. It will never bring you any satisfaction. So just repeat after me now. Father, I break all alliances with any other spirit apart from your Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, come and lead me. Come and cleanse me. Come and guide me. Be my counsellor, be my comforter and bring conviction as I step into the new year. 
in the name of Jesus and for your glory, Lord. Be exalted in my life, God. Be exalted in my heart, Lord. Be exalted through my words, God. Be exalted through my worship, God. Be exalted, Lord. I repent of anything that hasn't honoured you in 2023. And teach me how to honour you in everything I say and do in 2024, God. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.